1: to South Coast tonight. I'm Marcus. And I'm Chris McCarthy. 508 so you can get on the program. So um, we were talking about and actually we had uh, um, Gilly Safiolis who, who had called in from the audience um, discuss it. Uh, I have a column on WBSM.com uh, counselor so New Bedford City Council at large, Shane Burgo uh, and Ryan Pereira, both first term counselors. Right. Um, uh, Ward 6 Council Ryan Pereira they walked out of a meeting last week and purposefully to just um, to end the meeting because they wouldn't have the required quorum and a quorum for people who don't know a quorum is a required number of people in a government meeting or a nonprofit meeting or a corporate board a required number of people to take votes so right. without a quorum the meeting can't go forward because they can't vote on things the required quorum is is six. Typically, quorums are the a number of the body which is a majority. Right. So, if it's a fi- if it were a five-person select board, the quorum would be three. Three-person select board, the quorum would be two, etc. So, in this case, the quorum is six city councilors, which is the majority of the eleven councilors. Now, Hugh Dunn vacated his seat because uh, he resigned. Um, so, in Ward Three, so there are ten councilors currently sitting on the city council. There are uh, three counselors were not present. Ian uh, Abreu cited illness. <coughs> That's interesting, Marcus. I hadn't thought about the fact that he would resign yeah. and therefore it affects the overall quorum. It, Burgo actually went as far to say, we'll, we'll get into that in a second. Ian Abreu uh, uh, couldn't make it because of illness. Um, Brian Gomes couldn't make it. Counselor at large citing uh, a f- uh, prior family commitments. Sure. And... Um, uh, Scott Lima couldn't make it. He didn't provide a he didn't provide a specific reason on the record. I don't know why. So um, then the then after um, they had the meeting, there were seven councilors pre- present. Naomi Carney, who is the chair of appointments and briefings, and for people who know appointments and briefings, they have a couple functions. Primarily the function is the mayor makes nominations to city boards and commissions. It goes before the appointments and briefings co- uh, commission to either confirm or reject those appointments. Right. There are appointments for the Vogue Tech School Committee, the licen- uh, Liquor Licensing Board, the Port Authority, the Board of Health, and uh, an appointment for constable. So if you want to be a constable in New Bedford, you have to go through the city council as well. There was also a um, building demolition uh, uh, hearing on demolishing a uh, historically significant building that was, uh, according to Council Burgo, what he told me, historic but not preferably preserved. So that's usually a big deal, Marcus, because there's been a lot of engineering work, a lot of
0: other hearings at at historic committee, uh, planning board. That's very interesting. That's usually a big process. And
1: so what Burgo... uh, so, Burgo called, uh, immediately after the meeting's called, they do a roll call, the counselors that are there, Burgo motions to adjourn the meeting, uh, saying there isn't enough counselors there. Um, there's some objections from the crowd, uh, but the motion seconded by Councilor Pereira and voted affirmatively by, by Burgo, Pereira, and Baptiste. Markey, uh, Brad Markey in Ward 1, uh, G- Maria in Ward Two, Naomi Carney at large, the chairperson of, the c- of that committee, and uh, Lind- uh, Councillor at Large Linda Morad all voted against. Um, all voted against adjourning. So the motion failed four to three. At that point, Burgo and Pereira left council chambers. They okay. walked out. I had learned about this. Thereby. Dissolving the quorum, thereby dissolving the quorum, so there were only five counselors present. They couldn't take any votes. Right now, now I understand. Right. So after they left, so after they left, Council Carney was then forced to adjourn the meeting. So, Gilly Saffields had called into the mayor's segment last week to talk about it. The mayor expressed frustration that there was no quorum, and further frustration that the um, that there were uh, there were. Candidates for boards and commissions that had been in committee for months. Uh, Burgo actually told me some for a year and a half. Wow. Since, since spring of 21 that had not been confirmed for one reason or another. Did those reasons I haven't found out yet. We'll, we'll, we'll do a deeper dive into it at some point. And so he said the reason he left, the reason why he didn't want the meeting to go forward was he didn't think that there was enough counselors there to, um, to properly consider some of these appointments to important boards and the building demolition hearing, because that and that one specifically said that building demo hearing, once it gets out of council, a committee and goes back to a full council vote on the floor. Then you uh, then it will need eight counselors to vote. Correct. To, to demolish the building. So you need a super majority to demolish the building. So he didn't think there was an adequate number of counselors there. So he said, basically, it wasn't, you know, it it basically it wasn't fair to the process and to those those committee members to consider um, to to have a such a I I guess what he considered a too shorthanded of a council um, sitting counselors to consider these nominations in that hearing. So, Marcus, I'll ask you because he's not here, but so I
0: understand this. It's when it gets to the full council, it needs eight votes, Mm -hmm. but it didn't need eight vote to get out of committee. committee.
1: It needed six, so all those all those items needed six votes.
0: Out of respect to the council, I do find his reasoning to be difficult to understand.
1: Yeah, uh, so I think you know I think there was probably you know what he said too was that he thinks there was some um, there are ten items on that agenda. So that's that's a pretty good it's a for, big item for yeah. for for for, com- for committee uh, for a committee meeting too. That's pretty big. Yes, there are because te- there are some committee meetings that go on for two hours with one item on the agenda. Absolutely, so. The reason he said, he suggested that the scheduling of this meeting was, he suspects, to be intentional to affect the outcome of these votes. Oh, that would be the first time. Meaning, meaning, right. Meaning, he he, he, he thinks that they scheduled this meeting. He said it was an inconvenient time due to it being close to the holidays because people right. have personal and professional commitments. Sure. And due to flu season... Well, there's nothing you uh, can do about that. I, I, yeah, I don't. I, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, the show must go on in terms of, you know, if people, Absolutely. Are, people are sick, people are sick. I get trying to schedule around like personal schedules and all that. I understand that. Um, and he said uh, it was done on purpose. He said they should have actually, or they could have considered, scheduling that meeting before Hugh resigned, <coughs> which was December 3rd. So they could have scheduled these appointments and this hearing before Hugh had resigned. To have to have a better chance of this meeting being being better attended, so he thinks it was purposeful to affect the outcome of these votes, and so there are some important positions. That, there are some important positions to be filled. Some of them are a bit more controversial than others, as we know, right? And so that's his that's his that's his reasoning of it. So he wanted to. You know what I think is interesting about his move, right? Whether or not you agree with it, I think I think it I think it. Um, I think it demonstrates the singular power and influence a city councilor can have. I agree with you, Marcus. Absolutely. You, you know, because two councilors walking out of the meeting—those mm-hmm. are important boards. Yes, the Volk school committee, the um, the licensing board, the licensing board which oversees all the like liquor licenses and all of that in the city. Everything in the port authority, in the port authority—that's so big. It's 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 huge. Um, Mayor Mitchell had said that he'd. Uh, expressed his frustration on Tim's show. He had said he didn't seem to be entirely clear on the details either. Uh, It it had just happened. Um, I really knew about it because Gilly called in and then Burgo had posted a video of him uh, on, on his social media account uh, of him walking out of the meeting. Right. And uh, it was, uh, it was a TikTok video and it said, when in doubt, walk out. So he wanted to make a point. He wanted to make a point. He wanted to make a point. Uh, Of him walk and when I told him I said I want to cover this I'm going to uh, give give you statements on the record he gave me complete a very complete and comprehensive statement sounds like it and and was happy it was being covered right so and I I assume that's probably the case because you know he walked out of the meeting so why wouldn't he want to cover it right he walked out of a public meeting yeah because he was putting an end to
0: the meeting yeah which if he wanted to get the stuff done. Is counterproductive. Yeah. Unless he gets coverage of it. Right. Right, Marcus? In yeah. other words, when he realizes it's over, but by walking out, he draws attention to the issues. Yes. That was his last move. Right. Right? Yes. Was to say, Hey, we're not gonna get it the way I think it should go, but I got but but I want the public to know what I think happened. Yes, which is where he's at.
1: Yeah, that's basically where he's at. Um, he's he's firm in his his uh, his position that this meeting shouldn't have continued, um, and he, I guess, you know, the, the thing is, I, I see his point in in some respects that these are important appointments, and if if counselors can't be there, maybe it's worth rescheduling. There's the other point of the show must go on, right? I, I mean, I do. Wonder why some of these uh, these committee appointments? I mean, he said, "Well, these people have been sitting here for languishing in committee for a year and a half." Uh, It seems I see his point. I could also see that as an argument to go forward with the meeting and try to confirm some of these people or or, or reject them.
0: Right, Marcus. I I, I'm wondering right now. uh, I'm giving everybody the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Um, Because let's face it. There's a lot, as you said. There's a number of people up for appointment. So, so the objections are not universal; they're individual. Yes, to each. So, I don't know what the merits are on those. Right.
1: Right. Um, but does that mean it gets pushed now till next year? Yeah, it must because we've, we're coming up on the new year. It'll get pushed until the next term uh, of of city can, not next term, but next year city council. So there'll be a new council president to be a new chairman of appointments and briefings, possibly. Possibly, I think Naomi's been the chair there for uh, some time. So I think she'll probably. I mean, typically how it works is, you know, in, in any legislative body, if you're the chair of something and you you know you 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 it's your thing, right? Typically, they give it to you. Like, Hugh's always been the chair of ordinances. Brian Gomes has always been the chair of public safety. I think Naomi's been the chair of appointments and briefings for some time. I don't know. If she, I don't, maybe she wants something else. You know, that'll be a conversation the council president has sole authority to pick that. Whoever that is. Yes. Ian, Ian Avery, what he told me on air, he thinks he, he, he strongly suggested it'll be Ward 1 Council Brad Markey. But 508 996 we've got a few calls on the line. Let's get to him. Good evening. You're live.
2: Hey, guys. Uh, love hey. your foresight here. Thank but- you. Instead of just looking at the city councilors for doing what they did, let me ask a couple of questions. How many seats have been open or not appointed or made? Uh, you know, the mayor didn't make recommendations for. Uh, going back, I don't know, four or five years on, say Park Board. How many openings have there been? In? I'm not
0: sure. I don't, don't, I I don't think there's any openings. I don't think there's been no no,
2: re- like, no, no up, new appointments. Time out Texas, okay. So, so they have. Uh, this is what you really. Should look I'm at, having. Okay?
1: Fla- I'm having flashbacks of high school at your house when you're saying yep. time out well, Texas, Marcus. Marcus, <laughs> I have to take a hard break. Yeah, I have to take a hard break. <laughs> but time
2: out Texas, okay. So let's be fair to city council. So go back, do some due diligence, right, and look at each of these boards. Start with uh, because there are al- also alternates that can be appointed. Correct. 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 In many boards. Yes. And that takes the pressure off the board. You know, having known a little bit about boards, so you were you were chairman of the
1: zoning board uh, some years yeah, back. Keep,
2: yes, keep going, Mike. More flashback. <laughs> but the point that I'm making is is don't pick and choose when to kick the stones of the council in. The mayor, he's, I'm
1: not kicking he's had
2: openings. He's had openings on all of these boards, whether it's boards and commissions, and there's not just a full board. Whether it's five, there are also alternates. So yeah. the if the alternates don't show up and you need a, on zoning, you need a super majority majority right it 's difficult to do, so why don't we go back? you know he can you know the liars can figures and figures can lie let's let's ask the mayor so how many people have uh, uh, Park board comes to mind because uh, you know he, he gets his people in there and then he doesn't have alternates and then you go to the park board, you appear in front of them, and they they don 't have a quorum or 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 there's no room or wiggle room. You have to get everybody's vote. So let's be fair with the council and go back to the mayor and ask all of these boards and commissions, how many alternates have not been filled? How many positions of permanent board members are not filled? It's, it's, I don't think it's fair to... Uh, what you're doing is, is okay talking about it. and um, But I just think that, that there are too many... Um, stories to be told behind the scenes as to what went on, why they walked out.
1: That's exactly, no, that, well, that's exactly it. There's some inside baseball to this for sure. Um, I mean, because obviously, I mean, we can, I think it's fair to to assume that Councillor Burgo and Councillor Pereira had said if we don't adjourn, Let's just leave the meeting so they don't have the quorum, right? They 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 felt that I mean because unless I mean unless Burgo just walked walked out, but at that point there'd be six councillors, uh, and he, you know Ryan just followed him. But we'll assume that they they had talked before. They there said, was some coordination. There was some coordination, there was some coordination uh, where they felt that you know there were some votes that were going to happen in the council that were or votes that weren't going to happen in the council that he thought wasn't fair, and so he decided to walk out i don't know i mean i you know he might have been counting the votes i mean good good legislatures count the number they know exactly how many votes are going to go in uh go into a meeting um before an appointment or or legislation comes through
2: right so have you ever felt uh counseled against or let's say you were going for a handicapped parking permit marcus and Mm. representing someone and then all of a sudden you know there's eight or nine uh people on the board and uh, only only the bare minimum show up and you have to get every single yeah. vote and then and
1: then because and, yeah, and then one single one single uh disgruntled uh and uh, curmudgeonous person um votes against it and basically firebombs the whole thing. I agree. I, I so agree. So
2: those so those votes on stacked, Marcus? You know what I mean? No, I agree. That's
1: part of that's part yeah. of the that's part of the being a shrewd legislature. I
2: agree. It, but but we should have alternates that would fill in those positions.
1: Well, you're talking about the boards, right? Yeah. So Correct. so just just for clarification, boards have X amount of people. I don't know if does the charter provide for alternates on some of these boards. They might, but alternates are there basically to say if a, if another person can't make it, this person will fill their seat for the the, the meeting if they're an alternate,
2: right? And or rec- recusiveness. So what I would do is is we had a five member board and zoning board, and we had three or four alternates, and I would. I would ask uh, when, the, when the agendas came up, does anybody have a problem or might they have to recuse themselves on one particular case on five hearings that were going to be heard? So then we would organize for two or three of the alternates to be part of that. So we wouldn't skip a beat. It, I mean, there's running boards the way they should be run. There's running uh, government the way it should be run. And then there's this game that's being played. It's, you know, come on, play it both sides, Marcus. Get it out there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. I, I just, you know, um, there's, I guess, we get a, there's, like I said, there's some inside baseball that, you know, Chris and I think we know about. Right. But we can't, not to the extent that we can say on air, right, uh, of, you know, not to the extent that we have the, the confirmation on the record for. Right. So, I you know, I, again, I I guess it all depends on what exactly, what exactly were the objections. And I've heard things, but I can't confirm anything. So... You know, as, uh,
2: as good as you guys are, you're never going to bleed it out because we all know what, the, what what was played. But go back to the mayor and go back to the boards and commission and how they were uh, established and ask the, ask the fair question. Why aren't these boards filled?
1: Right. Well, I think the, what,
0: we, what the, we see right now is that the mayor is attempting to fill one of the boards
1: and the city council won't put his member on the board. Yes. That's what's going on. Well, one of them. But At you, least one of them. But you can always, the thing is, is you can always can that vote. If he, if you have the votes on, you can always can that, that you nomination. You can take it out of order. Yeah, you can take, take it out of, out of order. Take out of order on ta- the agenda. can table it. Right. You can, right. You can table it. So you guys it. are really
2: smart. You guys are really smart about this, okay? But I'm just the average Joe taxpayer that needs a handicapped parking permit or resident parking. It's just <laughs> not fair to the taxpayer because we are paying, we're paying our taxes, and we don't have, a full board, whether it's ZBA uh, or or you know, it's not fair to the taxpayer. Let's stop being fair to the taxpayer and and call the man to the map. How many openings does he have, including alternates?
0: Yes. Well, particularly Barry, um, all, all, it's it's a little separate from what you're saying. But in terms of the taxpayers and what's fair, look at this demolition of a building. Um, that's a ex- extensive process involving a lot of lawyers and experts like that and it was once again tabled last night or, or the other night uh because because of, of the council because they walked out so thereby leaving the hearing on this demolition of a building which it sounds like it was going to go through to now have to go to next year but that's not fair to the developers all their costs have just been extended
2: correct okay as an aside Strongest two guys that I know got to be Al. He calls you in all the time, right? You know, the arm wrestler? <laughs> yes. Right? Okay. And then Gilly's happy. So remember <laughs> uh, Al Hambers, Race the Clock? Yes. So we used to go there, come down from Stonehill, five or six of us. And um, so drinks start out at 25 cents apiece, right? Right. So roundabout at, a, at fifty a drink, Gilly says, hey, you guys from Stonehill have to leave. He literally, and I love the guy. He picked me up by the throat with one <laughs> hand and dangled me. And you know what, though, Chris, I didn't spill that a uh, dollar fifty cent drink. In I mean, two strongest guys that I've ever met in my <laughs> life got to be Gilly and, and Al.
0: Absolutely, I would agree with you there.
2: Right, and brother, you, except for you, one.
0: who didn't spill his drink? No, come on,
2: I run for cover. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thanks, Thanks, Barry. Barry. Appreciate
1: it. All right, we see some other calls online. We're going to just take this break, and we'll be right back. We'll get back to the phones. 0500, let's go back to the phones. Good evening.
3: Good evening, gentlemen. Hey, Gilly, what's up? Hey, Gilly, what's up? How you doing? Can I correct you on something? Yes. Okay. The way the meeting went down, nobody walked out of the meeting, okay? When the meeting started, cable TV came on. Yeah, we said that.
1: Excuse me? We said that. The meeting started. The yeah, cable team came on.
3: They walked out. They did they walk took out. A let me just let me say something, please. They started the meeting with seven counselors there. Okay? Two people. They got ten people now who are done resigning. Okay? Um, Scott, he was there. Okay? Lima, he was there because he had a meeting before.
1: Yeah, but he wasn't there when the meeting started.
3: No, his meeting didn't go on either. No, he left. He left. Okay. Okay? Now, they called for the meeting to start at Mm 7-something. There were seven people there, seven city councilors.
0: Yes. Okay?
3: That's a quorum. Right. Okay? They proceeded to start the meeting. Um, Sean uh, uh, Virgo made a motion to adjourn because... There wasn't
1: enough votes. He made the motion to adjourn, I heard him. He said okay. it was because he didn't think there was enough counselors there to properly I mean, there consider the seven. agenda. Listen, there
3: I was seven people I, there.
1: I under listen, Gilly, I understand. But what he his reasoning was he didn't think there was enough to properly consider the items on the agenda.
3: Why
1: not? You only need six folks? I I understand that, and he under, and Burgo understood that, but he felt that these his his reasoning was, and he said this to me, and he said this in a shorter version in the, me, in the meeting that there should have been more counselors there to consider these important appointments, and that having seven counselors there wasn't enough to consider the things that they that they were supposed to vote on he he thought they were too important these uh, committee appointments were too important that the building demolition hearing was too important and he didn't think he thought they deserved the due consideration in his opinion of having a better attended council meeting that's that that's 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 his reasoning that's what he said
3: well what he said i can understand what you're saying Mm -hmm. but by the law by the rules of roberts you can conduct
0: a meeting with six. Yes, That's,
1: yes, that is correct. So
0: Burgo was creating a new, higher fault standard. Yes, and using that as a reason to try to end
1: the meeting. Yeah, he was. He was. He was. He was setting a parameter that he thought was appropriate for for the items now, that were on the agenda. You,
3: do you realize now that this, uh, what they're talking, they want to do when there's eleven consuls now, that this meeting will not take appointments and briefings and all those four people that were there. Won't take up. They won't come back on the table. There, appointments and briefings until
1: April. That, that yeah. So, a special election. Isn't that interesting, Marcus? So 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 yeah. Right. It will. It would be. Um. The 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 election's going to be in February. So it would probably be in March. So,
3: April. They
1: said. Okay. So okay. these are.
3: Naomi, I'll have Naomi, to I'll have to
1: get confirmation on that. Um, but if the if the councilors getting uh, if the ward three counselor gets elected in February end of February they're going to get yeah. sworn in immediately. So they'll be able to sit for an appointments and briefings meeting if it was held in March because they'd already be counselors. They
3: okay. Let's say March. But yeah. the bottom line is That's Naomi's been holding this back for the longest time. Okay, mm. that could have been done back in August. Why did they push, uh, uh Emerald, Josh Emerald, through in a week? They called a special meeting just to put, get him over.
1: Did they? Was it a special meeting just to not confirm they had Josh?
3: There's the two meetings in one month. Yeah.
1: Hmm. I mean, the, okay. the thing is with Josh. Josh was a member of the school committee for eight years. He's a really well-known and well-liked guy, and he's he's a, a, he's hell a good of a nice po- guy. Yeah, he's a great guy, and so they, they all like him. Um, and okay. so they and he's all, not controversial. Yeah, he's not controversial. Well, yeah, Putting him on the board
0: is is what they wanted to do, and it made sense. Yeah, but you're saying that they're able to move move when they want to move.
3: Listen, I, the back with the thing is how how did my boy Ryan Pereira know that Linda was a no? In my
1: case, might have asked her.
3: Yeah, I mean, and I told him I still want to. I still want to vote. Yeah, I still wanted to vote. I got a right to ask for a vote, even if they, even if I lose. Right. No. You know I, I mean? Linda Moret has attacked every city councilor there.
1: Well, okay. yeah, no, I, I know, I know, I know, I know you and Linda Morad have had some very public dis- disagreements. I
3: worked for her for nine and a half years.
1: Yeah, no, I, I get it. I know you guys have had some very public disagreements, but what you're saying is. The reason what you think is the reason that they did it is because they didn't think that the thing that you you particularly wanted to get passed, they, they didn't think it would with the number of counselors there or the the, the exact counselors that were there.
3: I still wanted the vote, and I told them that.
1: Yeah.
0: So why did
3: they? How about all the other
0: people that got disappointed? Well, I do think that's a big problem. I mean, as as we I was saying to Marcus, um, that it looked to me like. It would be at least January before they can get back to doing this, which is next no. year. But you're saying probably March or April. Well,
1: if yeah, they're because,
3: because that's when the, they're going to elect. Uh, there 11 people. There. Well, well, right.
1: well, well, well. Here's the thing. Here's the other thing. At this side of that. Okay, so I don't know. I mean, um, what 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 Shane said to me was basically that the Ward Three count they could have done it when he was still there, and yes. then it would have been better attended. But her, what Shane did not say to me was that he said uh, that he thought all 11 members should be there. He didn't actually give me a specific number of how many counselors should be there. So it could be the fact, and on top of that, if Gomes and Abreu were there that meeting's going forward. So maybe if if Carney puts that on the agenda for next meeting and more council two more counselors that weren't there, two of the three that weren't there show up, then they're going forward with those votes or they can go forward with those votes if if they want to. So let me let me just put this on the table. Go ahead. My
0: friend Hugh Dunn resigned his position because he hasn't been able to make meetings because of his work schedule that that we know is intensifying as the year comes to an end. Yeah. So if they had scheduled a meeting when he was still on the council, I'm not sure given his own honest assessment that he would have been able to make it anyway.
1: Marcus. Yeah, that's true.
0: So you would have had the the requ- the I'm higher people. quorum level without with I'm one people. less counselor. With his resignation after December 1st, he was now taken out of the mix. You would I get fewer but- members. It still didn't work. Right. Listen, listen,
3: guys. Listen. It, it was all instigated by Linda Morad and Naomi Connie, okay? They're the ones. Linda Morad runs that meeting. She embarrasses everybody. She even had a thing. She called Brian Gomes back in 2015, and I got the article. And she called him not a good person and a vindictive person. Now he's like a lapdog to her. She does everything she says. I got the article. Right. They're using Brian. And Brian, I'm going to say it out there, Brian didn't show up to that meeting because he did it because he's on a safety committee. And he didn't want to go against a police officer that was going to put up there for Steve board that's positioned nickel, the the nickel well,
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I can't assume why Brian did or didn't show up. He gave right. the reason he gave on the record, which was a prior family commitment. So This
0: is a tough time of year for a lot of people. That's why it was not probably a good idea to have the meeting well, scheduled. Well, Naomi, Naomi should have had it a lot
3: sooner, don't you I, think? I, I, no, I, I agree it should have been
0: sooner. I do. Okay. Generally speaking, but you want to keep out, out of the holidays. They, she
3: had a meeting and appointments and briefings about trip Towers, where I got evicted out of and I wasn't allowed to talk. But yet she let Brian have a, t- a guy that wasn't even on the agenda to talk. It violated my civil rights for not letting me talk. Why? The guy wasn't even on the agenda. Didn't even live in housing. And that was the meaning of the thing. So and how do they not let I you talk?
0: I would think it, you're able to speak at public meetings. If, yeah, if I, public that doesn't make but sense I to me. I
3: wasn't allowed to because I didn't live at Tripton because I got evicted out of it because I was yeah. opening my mouth.
0: Um. Yeah, I can't speak to that because, generally speaking, yeah. you still should have been allowed to speak.
1: Yeah, I, I, and I don't know it. more, it's more about that
3: issue. It's, it's already been proven. But what I'm trying to tell you guys, when they want something, they go for it, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Can I give you an extra a, 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 a scenario here? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Here's a scenario. Back when Rita Aruda resigned, Retired, right? Yes. They opened her, her job, and everybody thought that Dennis Lawrence was going to get that job. They had forty applicants for the job.
1: What job was that?
3: For City clerk.
1: Okay. Okay. Just for people who don't know,
3: forty applicants. So you know what they did? Dennis Lawrence didn't. He, he dropped. He, he dropped out. Right. I was a and the bids and the were closed. They were closed. So now they got 40 applicants. The city council, Joe Lopes was the president. The city council, when Dennis Lawrence pulled his name off the thing, Joe Lopes opened up the bidding again so Dennis Farias could put his name in there. Yeah.
2: Okay.
3: They had 39 other applicants. Right. That they could going from. There was a woman that lived in New Bedford and she was she graduated from Northeastern she she worked for Cava. Yeah, we don't it's have to go through the way
1: field here of- Yeah, we we don't have to go through the list of applicants that got that didn't get the job you know, over what Dennis. I mean
3: so to to suit So Dennis Ferris to put his application in. They opened up the goods again. Yeah. That's not taking care of your own. Yeah, and I mean, then what happens? You hear what the city council says all the time they're trying to cut everybody's pay. They they shoot everybody that
1: gets appointed or They just raised the everyone's pay. They want to. They want to give them the less money. They just raised everyone's pay. Excuse me. They just raised everybody's pay.
3: Well, I'm talking about back then when they were saying about oh. hiring people.
0: You know what I mean? Right. The guy was all right. out of town. Right. The guy was all right. out of G- Gilly. Gilly. Gilly, Listen, thanks. We're, we're getting way off. What we'll we're getting way off topic. But Gilly, okay, I, we are.
3: We are. But I the appreci- bottom line is that they had enough people there to vote to make the other people that've been there for all this time. Yes, it was myself yes. and Carol you know that it's just that that meeting naomi connie violated a lot of some rules for not holding meetings before and what they said what the gentleman said before about there was a lot of uh seats available a perfect example a perfect example
1: all right. Gilly, I, right, I, I, I got we'll to take a break. I, we, we appreciate yeah, the call. I got I, I to. Gotta, yeah, go to the break. You gotta... Download the WBSM app and listen to us everywhere. I'm... Voices in the Night that cover the news of the day.
3: I heard the voices too.
1: Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. More of South Coast Tonight happens now on
0: WBSM. So, so Marcus. Yeah, you were saying. Um, we're talking off the air. I was just thinking about our own. Schedules. Guys, this time of year, December, there's all kinds of holiday parties. Mm-hmm. So if someone can't make a meet, that's why you don't, that's why you have a lot of members. And you don't try, you try not to leave everything till, till December, right? Um, people have have work parties to go to that have nothing to do with the city council responsibilities it's all kinds of stuff marcus and i were talking about it the christmas parties here that you know we've had so we haven't had shows we had fill-in hosts things like yeah, that.
1: yeah i mean we had uh, we're, we're four shows this month that we won't be here because of holiday party obligations it, right and things like that yeah you know, yeah
0: and so um i think you gotta you gotta be take that into consideration yeah the um the reality of it is, is the city council has a lot of meetings, and I mm-hmm. get it. They run for it. They want to do the jobs, but the reality of it is, is that sometimes it's going to happen. To this. Now, why are there vacancies, or why haven't they adhered? That's that's individually, yeah, up to you to decide how you the, feel. There, about there that. are some,
1: yeah, right, exactly. There are some appointments. You know, you can guess why they haven't been filled. Some you don't know. Um, I know a couple of them were reappointments, um, that haven't, uh, that, that weren't taking up to the port, uh, port authority just by looking at the schedule. I hadn't done a deep dive into each of those and you know why, um, but
0: I can tell you this Marcus, when I was on the board of selectmen in Freetown, we ran into an issue where the board of appeals was not basically meeting. Okay. And. We had some really dedicated members. We call the zoning them board of appeals, just yes. for people who don't know. And yeah. that is those legal expenses, as developers, as expert witnesses, it was a real problem. Mm-hmm. Now, some of the stuff when we dug into it, there was nothing you could do about it. Yeah, right. Someone had a heart attack type of thing, you know. Yeah. As I know, there are medical issues that come up. There's nothing <laughs> right. you could do about it, right? right? You wish you didn't have them. It's not an excuse. You Just can't do it. Yeah. Um, we, we found that you know we were able to fix the problems we couldn't go back in time um, that being said it's hard enough to find people for the mayor to appoint it's hard enough for him to find qualified and interested people and when he does find them for them to languish without even getting a, a vote no yeah that's not good for the city.
1: No, I, I, it's not good for the city. I mean, those those boards are really important. Uh, usually they're multi-year terms, and they have a tremendous amount of unilateral power. Right. So some of those, like Board of Health, for example, there's been a vacancy there for a while, um, or at least there should be a vacancy there um, because of residency requirements and all right. that other stuff. Um, so, so as the
0: city council has attempted to clean up the process a little bit and make it mm-hmm. uh, more democratic,
1: I think, uh, having local residents on the boards, on out-of-towners, yeah. Um, that was Hugh Dunn's uh, ordinance, actually. That was part of that whole. Um, that was part of that that comprehensive uh, uh, residency requirement for New Bedford city residents to be city workers. And uh, as you and I have joked, Marcus, try to get someone from New Bedford on a board in Fairhaven. It's not going to happen. Yeah, that's the thing. And there were so there were people from different towns uh, that weren't that didn't even work in the city that that were on really powerful boards. And so Dunn had put in that he had put in that ordinance that. On top of you know the residency requirements uh, for certain pay scales, right? Um, that boards and commission uh, city boards and commissions must be city residents.
0: Quite frankly, it's much more important for residents to have to be on the boards than to be employees. Yeah. I think because when you're talking about the board of health, in particular, they have serious legal responsibilities. Yeah, they can really they can. Say
1: yes or no to certain businesses. They could theoretically like shut down the feast.
0: Exactly, <laughs>
1: right? Because they almost they almost shut down the uh, Whaling City Festival, and they're doing it from the suburbs of Dartmouth. Right? It's exactly. not right. It's not it wasn't right. right. Yeah, that's what they were doing. And so there's a, there is an appointment there. Again, I, I haven't done a deep dive. Like you know, now, I Craig Longo was a loss, but it was his decision to
0: move to Dartmouth right right he moved out of new bedford so he's no longer eligible to be on the board of health that's a real loss he's a talented doctor grew up in the city his father was a superintendent of
1: schools but they found but he moved out of town yeah and they found there is a requirement to be a physician that that there is a that there has to be a physician on that board um they did find somebody again uh, you know i don't know the specific details of why those, those weren't confirmed why the other ones weren't confirmed yet there could be a process that I don't know about yet, but there are there are some languishing in in, in committees. This is a difficult time of year. We were just talking about it right. the, between things. I mean, especially now, but between Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve is like one big Friday, and so it might be difficult. That being said, Marcus, you
0: do have a lot of years of experience on that board. Yeah, and um, I love Naomi, but she should have recognized the historic problems with getting quorums around the holidays.
1: Could have and yeah.
0: moved stuff earlier. Yeah,
1: let's take a break. <laughs> Off <the> podcast. <sighs> yeah.
0: Wow. <Well. laughs>
1: so, Chris.
0: So, Marcus. Um, one thing we have to look forward to next year
1: is all kinds of city council shenanigans. Well, there's, and there's going to be uh, an election, too. The, not only the special election, but there's going to be the general elections. We're going to find out what John Mitchell's actually going to do instead of speculating on it. Right. But, um, you know, speculation is my currency. So, the... Um, the- By the way, folks, Marcus, um,
0: well, let's break it to the audience. Oh, jeez. Uh, just because you're running for office is not the standard just to get on our program. <laughs> <laughs> I want everyone out there to yeah, understand yeah.
1: that.
0: That. Because you get 25
1: signatures doesn't mean you get on the program. But having said that, I I do. But most people will. Most people will. And I've invited every candidate in the Ward 3 race on and they've all accepted. We are very
0: small d democratic.
1: Yeah. But we do have standards. (laughs) Yes, that's true. Yeah, that is true.
0: And just because you take out nomination papers, it's a good, it's a reason we might have you on. Yeah. But it might not be the only reason we have you on.
1: Um, you know, speaking of guests, this week we have... Um, we got I've got an end-of-the-year review with Jake Auchincloss, the congressman. That'll be very interesting. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. Uh, that's going to be on Thursday, so you'll want to tune in Thursday at 8 for that. Uh, tomorrow, we've got a good show planned for you. I want to talk more about this issue. Wednesday, um, I think our new reporter, Adam Bass, is going to join us for a bit, and we're going to have some other guests as well. The bass Yep, the Bass-O-Matic. And so... Um, so we've got a really good show planned, uh, for, for guests. And the-
0: again, folks, I, I, I want to credit the management here at WBSM for once again, expanding the local reach of this, of this program in the station yeah. by bringing in another local reporter.
1: Yeah. Adam Bass is a great reporter. Um, he does a lot of great work. He covered that Bristol County Sheriff's race so well. And he is so- a
0: exceptionally prepared political reporter.
1: Yes.